Hey guys, uh, welcome to the first Just How It Is podcast. Hello, hello. How's it going? Hi. You know, I'm Josai. This is Gerald on the mic. Uh, I'm Diego. Hey guys, I'm Georgie. And then we got some. You guys Oh. <laughs> we got we got some people we got we got some people here today special um, guests special, special guests Ming on the beat over here Something all right like yeah and we got Skylar rolling papers right now Hi. you know smoking weed and shit you know you know daily just how it is just how Honestly. it is just for real. Podcast. Yes, and this is the just how it is podcast um just I tell us a little bit about just how it is so you know just how it is is. It's a community. It's a way of thinking. It's it's kind of like a philosophy. Um, you know, just how it is is like you just go with the flow. You know, you're in control of yourself, but sometimes you can't control the things around you. So that's just how it is, and that's a lifestyle right there. And that's what we're trying to like promote to people. Like it's just how it is. That's life. Life's you know? life. You know, life is exactly. life. That's just how it go. Like. We're gonna have some segments about just people and people's stories. Everybody's human, you know. Yeah. Um, everyone's human. Everyone has their own way of thinking. Uh, exactly. Everyone has their own experiences, and we really want to like dwell dwell into it, and you know. Hopefully, hopefully, some people can like relate, you know. Yeah. yeah. Some people can relate. Some people cannot. But it's all about learning new things. Exactly. And it's we love a story. Them. Right. Always a yeah. story. A group of young kids just doing the thing, you know. Right. So, Living life. So Georgie. Tell me, like, what what's the story that defines you? Like, what's something that you can really put into place that really says who you are? Like, a story behind it. Like, one specific instance. Um, oh, my God. A story. An experience. An experience. Well, you can talk. You can oh, my talk. God. You this can, is hard. <laughs> you can talk about, like, your dancing and kind of the oh, yeah. situation you're in now and why. Like, why do you enjoy dancing? So, you know? You know? Oh, I guess I could say, you know, I'm a dancer and I feel like growing up dancing, you're around, I was around a lot of good dancers and so I never got my spotlight, you know, and and that's fine, you know, it's okay to be in the shadows and finally get your spotlight, but you just got to know when the time comes, you'll know. And so, you know, I had a rocky past, rocky year here and there, you know, went through some sad times, but we all do. Uh, made it through and I kept fighting and now I'm like a dance teacher in downtown San Francisco mm. That's right. It's so, just how it is. It's so, just how it is, you know just so, you, so you think like dancing is like you think dancing is like a I'd say like a stress reliever for you or an just outlet. an outlet. It's an outlet. outlet. Mm. You know, we all got our thing, you know, Josiah, he got music We got, you know, Diego, he loves surfing Gerald, he do like photography. Wu and Skylar got their own thing. And so yeah, everyone got their own thing and dance is definitely mine. So, you know, I don't know, feeling good in my body is just one thing that makes me happy. You got dance soon, huh? Yeah, what? Yeah, you got yeah, yeah, I do. You about to teach a class, huh? She's about to teach a class, guys, at 745 <laughs> every Monday. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Hey, that's promo beautiful. though. Hey, got a promo, promo show, so yeah. that's beautiful, that Putting is beautiful. So. Um, let's see, next person. Who, who wants to who wants to tell us about let's, let's, a story? Let's, 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 let's do the host real quick. Let's introduce ourselves. Oh, facts. What, what year we are, what, what's our major. All right. Uh, uh, go ahead, Diego. Yeah. You want me to go first? Yes, please. All right, well, I'm Diego. You guys already know. Yeah, um, Diego you already know. <laughs> Diego DeBoy. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm a third year uh, San Francisco State electrical engineering is my major. Um, always surfing, but 
in SF, you know, we're working on this podcast now. Right. So, so excited. Yeah, you know, the creative thing. So love that. Yeah, love let's it. hear from the creative director. So <laughs> director. That is me, Josiah. You know, the C D Josiah Somerville. Um you know, I was born and raised in Seattle, but I've had experience living in like Atlanta. <laughs> I moved out here for college. I'm currently a second year. Um I really basically so first year because I failed my last semester but we, we don't really got to go into that but I, I that. say I'm a sophomore because <laughs> I was gonna graduate early and stuff but now I can't but yeah like I said I'm just sorry I'm just trying to get things off the ground be more creative in my way of thinking mr. fashion icon you know, are you a fashion icon? Like, well, you you I'm, created just how it is. I did. And what, what did it? What, what is just how it is? How did it start? What was it? What, like, it's a clothing brand. So what made you get the idea of that model? Just how it is. Tell ah, us. So I think one day I was so I was on a date with this girl, and you know I was just going with the flow, just having a normal date, chilling, and then um, she took pictures of me, and at first I was like. A little self-conscious, like, oh, nah, you don't got to take no pictures of me. Like, ah, I'm good off that. I don't really want to take pictures. But she's like, it's cool. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, you're just taking pictures. So I was like, for sure. And then I posted it on Instagram. And my caption was just how it is. And then that that really resonated with me. Because I was like, hmm. Because it is just how it is. Like, fuck it. Who cares if I post these pictures? Who cares how I look? Like, that's just how it is, nigga. That's who I am. That's good. You know what I'm saying? And that's... That's how I, that's like what kind of clicked just how it is. Before that, I've always had an idea of like starting a brand and just having my own shit, but I didn't know like what I wanted to name it. So I just thought just how it is would be great because it goes with like everything. Exactly. And You knew. I, it, yeah, it, it just basically hit. off that, I knew. Yeah. I was like, this is it, just how it is for us. It's you. Yeah, that is me. All right, let's hear, let's hear from let's Gerald. Hear, let's hear from <coughs> Gerald Ballard. Gerald. So, Give my name something. is Gerald. Um, I am, I was Gerald. born. I was, that's me, that is me, Gerald. Um, I was born in San Francisco. I lived in the Philippines for 10 years, just moved back a couple years ago, five years to be exact. I am now a second year at SF State, majoring in kinesiology, trying to be a PT, you know. Love into sports, always played sports growing up. Um, but now my hobbies would be fashion and photography. I love modeling. I love taking pictures. Um, it's always been a passion. I love the community, the people I meet on the way. And um, that industry, you just meet a lot of people who have the same ideas and mindset as you. And, you know, you just, it's just a big passion of mine. I love meeting new people, love getting new ideas. Yeah, one, I thing, one thing I noticed about you, you're like, very open with mm-hmm. people when you yeah. first meet them and very. something that i struggle with is like opening up to yeah. new people i meet because like i don't know i just don't want them to know all that information but yeah. i think that's a great thing that you're able to be like that mm-hmm. like really be yourself when you're meeting new people and like some people they put on fronts like oh like they try to act hella good or social, but like in reality they're not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you yeah. can totally tell the fakeness. But like for you, it feels like you're always real. Mm-hmm. Like you're always being your own person. Yeah, that's why. That's why I, I, I noticed. Yeah. Appreciate that. Touching. So so touching. Oh, so so touching. Oh, sweet. Wow. Um, 
Wow. <laughs> you know, but, Speechless. but Damn. there's, there's been some experiences where I was like... We had our ups and downs. Yeah. We had our ups and downs. I was just saying, y'all you guys, fighting. Everybody, like, everybody listening to this podcast, ago. everybody in this podcast will hear all about the ups and downs, you know? Oh, yeah. Because everybody has them, you know? And yeah. I feel like this podcast is really meant for people to see. Like, this is just, we're this all, is just a podcast where... You know, there's no, there's no hidden curtains, you know. Just friends real. talking, honestly. Yeah. Everyone's Gemini being real. Everyone, everyone wants to listen. Everyone wants to learn. Not even learn, just like reiterate new experiences or old experiences. Yeah. Just relive those moments. And, and hopefully you guys learned something from this podcast. Yeah, and this is, turn into something. This podcast is for the people. Yeah. For the people. For the people. people. Just Just how it is, the community. Exactly. Y'all right. gonna love us. <laughs> we cool. Let's hear from our guest. Who wants oh. to go first? Woo, you wanna go oh. ahead? Oh, I guess I'm going. Okay, my name's Wu, which is short for Wu Ming. I was born in the Philippines, but I've lived in California my whole life. And now I live in San Francisco for college. I don't really know what I wanna be when I, well, I guess I am kind of grown up now, but when I'm like grown up, grown up. <laughs> Uh, I guess now I'm just like exploring different passions and just, I don't know, becoming my own adult. That's great. That's great to hear. Skylar? One sec, one sec. We're running off of two mics right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a little ghetto, but it's, it's a cool. little ghetto. But <laughs> everybody, cool. everybody starts somewhere. You know? right, right, exactly. It's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. It's the beginning. We'll beginning. trust us and maybe in a couple weeks we'll get, <laughs> we'll get a little more sorted out. Right. This is just to make sure that we're on yeah, track. We're, we're on track. Yeah, we're yeah. on track. Yeah, yeah. But Skylar, let's hear it. Hi, I'm Skylar. I'm a first year. I go to City College in San Francisco. I've lived here my whole life, but I kind of grew up in the suburbs. My parents were divorced, so it was like a 50-50 type thing. Um, I work at a veterinary hospital right now. I want to so be sweet. a veterinarian when I'm older and then I want to sell weed on the side. <laughs> oh my god. Um, you didn't tell us that you were a vet. Oh no, I'm not a vet. Or like you were that you were working in yeah, a Yeah, my um, official title is veterinary assistant, but I basically work as a veterinary technician. I just don't take x-rays. So I can assist in monitoring while a patient's under anesthesia. Um, uh, I can take cases. It's it's pretty interesting. It's really stressful, um, but that's what I want to do when I'm older. What made you um, into that type of uh, industry, that industry. field? I've always loved animals. Fun fact: I was born on Earth Day, so mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. I started volunteering at the San Francisco Zoo when I was 12, mm -hmm. and then I got an internship at the Aquarium of the Bay when I was. 16 I think um, and then I got this job which I love even if it is very chaotic yeah that's really cool like you're able to know your fucking what you want to do at such a young age like you were born on yeah. earth day so like that kind of <laughs> set it in set it in motion yeah but, like after that you worked at a zoo mm -hmm. and then got a job at an aquarium like some people just go to a job to a different job that's like completely different but yeah. you stayed in the same field i which love is animals like, yeah, yeah it's very cool it's really important to um involve yourself into something you love and not something that's forced yeah i feel like and um 
you know, it's not about the money, I'd say. I mean, oh, part it of kind it, of part is. Of it, part of it. <laughs> this city is hella part, expensive. Part it it definitely is money. Part of it, of course, <laughs> is the money. I mean, living in San Francisco is pro- like not easy. It is not easy. Of course, it's, it's hard. known to be one of the most expensive places in the states to live in. But it's the but best. It's the best. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot. It's there's the a, best city. It's a lot of opportunities. Nah, so no. Is it the best though? So like, so much better. No, so much so better. No, no, not all of it. Okay, debate. Like SoCal or Do you like the, the amount of homeless people in nah. the city? There no. is There's homeless people everywhere. Yeah. Come on, whatever. Nah. Even, Compared. Okay, whatever. Okay, so. Yeah, oh, does everybody got a homeless story? Like a homeless person story? Good I'm or bad? friends with the, all the homeless people on H Street. I, I just made. You're friends with all of them? All of them. I got hella pictures on you. What the hell? Yeah, I used to go down like every day to hang out and smoke with them. What the? Like I've seen their puppies grow up from like little puppies to like full Dogs. <laughs> See, I found it crazy that Georgie, like, oh. Georgie told me this. She be interacting with them, like, talking to them. And, yeah. like, I thought that shit was crazy. Like, why are you interacting with strangers? But, I mean, I can understand why. You're just trying to be nice. They respect me, no, too. No, they're people. They're people, too. They have they their own story. Because yeah. when you walk yeah. past them, it's just, like, Everyone walks past them, but they don't acknowledge them. They just want to know that they exist as a human being. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some of them say hi. I feel like we nowadays people we stereotype homeless people as crazy and like you know like we don't, drug addicts yeah, and all these tweakers. Like, oh. You know, there's still people too in this universe, <laughs> and like not everyone, not everyone should be. In. <laughs> Stereotyped that way or seen that way, you know. It's yeah. Don't yeah. judge the book. Definitely, definitely not all homeless people are tweakers. How but do we like, get on this homeless topic? But <laughs> you can tell. You can totally tell oh. when someone. You can totally tell when someone's a tweaker. You know, yeah. and sometimes like you don't want to interact with them, and yeah. that's, and you know, it's just. It's just sad. Yeah, it is sad. Like, they're in that position and they want to be acknowledged as humans. And, like, they are humans. Like, we're not acknowledged or we're not disregarding that. It's just. Sometimes they're treated as less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely treated as less, which fucking sucks. But also, in my opinion, they put themselves in that situation. Yeah, I. But. But there's also there's, there's the percentage where you know they just had bad circumstances. Yeah, exactly. You know, but in other sense, like you know. But majority of the sense is just yeah, like just, literally right outside the street. There's like yeah. a whole block dedicated. We're right outside Civic Center. Yeah, in <laughs> highly close to the Tenderloin, and I don't know if you guys have seen the news, but Tenderloin's pretty crazy. Oh my God! Right yeah. next to Tenderloin. Oh, Georgie's heading out. She's gonna say bye to you. Bye, y'all. Uh, gotta teach. You already know. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. See you later. Have fun, y'all. See you later. Bye, Wu. You have a good one. Bye, Wu. If y'all still want to hang later, I'm down. Okay. If you're here, I'm going to see you. I'll be back in like an hour. Always a pleasure, Georgiana. See ya, see ya. Good seeing ya. Oh, that's what's up. Can you? I can get a pretty good airflow. I think I can. You definitely can. I'm going to fucking piss myself. Oh, no, don't do that. Anyways. Okay. okay. See yeah. you later. Peace out. Alrighty. Shit. Back to it. Back to it. So, how about do you guys want to like just do a quick story about us, kind of, yeah. so they can kind of see what we're gonna be doing with other people right. when we meet. All right. So, uh, every podcast we're gonna try to have a little segment about everybody's human, cause everybody's got a story, you know. 
um, just kind of showing that like we're all we're all somebody, you know, because right. the world all is, should be you heard. know, there's so many people in this world and some of their stories will never be heard. So I kind of want everybody to be able to hear some stories of some people that we're going to meet. Mm-hmm. It's going to be completely random um, or just some friends that we have, you know, if they if you, you know, we're going to put a Google Forms down below. And <laughs> yeah. I think it's a if good idea. Join, let us yeah, know. Just if you want to if you want to if you live in the San Francisco area or if you know one of us. Just reach out. Yeah, hit know? us up. Like, we'll be happy to lo- if, do a little podcast. Yeah, exactly. And it'd be so much fun just yeah. hearing from people, you know? Because that's what we want the most. We want it for the people, by the people, you know? Mm-hmm. We just want everyone to just be happy, you know? Like, there's no reason to... I mean, there could be a reason to think negatively, but, like, we try and force... Not force, sorry. Totally wrong word, but... <laughs> we try to, like... Uh, We're gonna beat you up <laughs> if you don't give us a story. We just try and focus on the positive things, thinking a positive life. Not even positive, just the real. Just the real. Yeah. Real. You just, can't force positivity all the time, so right. it's real, you know? Yeah, you just gotta be... We're just forcing... Fuck, I can't yeah. use that word again. We're gonna beat your ass. <laughs> if you're not happy, fuck you. How about that? Nah, but... Sounds like a personal problem. It <laughs> sounds like a personal problem. No, no. Nah, but yeah, we're here just to spread... A spread what needs realism. to be spread. Realism. Realism. Spread what needs to be spread, you know? Right. A lot of things are still silent and they can't be silent. Right, so... Everybody needs to be heard. So, Diego, tell me about a story that defines you. A story that defines me? Yes. Oh, I'm going first. Okay, go ahead. Oh. Go in. All right. Go in. Um, Come on. You, I know you got one. Shoot. Shit. Should I talk about the fires? Should, is that, should that be my story? If that's what... You know if what? That's yeah. what's something that resonates I think this is mo- a really real topic. I mean, I don't know how many people can like relate because it's, it's California. A lot of people have dealt with wildfires, but my house was in the wildfire. Right. And it was crazy. Um, you guys want like an in-depth story? You just want like a... What, like what, 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 like what you really... What like I learned what, from it. Yeah, what you learned from yeah. it. Exactly. I'll get into it. I'll, I'll try to keep it like, I'll, I'll try to keep it short, you know? Yeah. But, you know, but details matter. Yeah, details yeah. do matter. Just yeah. do it however you like to, you bro. Know, yeah, yeah. Whatever cool. just comes to mind, just speak your mind. All right, let's do it. So, back in like, I want to say 2017, 2018, uh, there was these really big wildfires in SoCal called the Thomas Fires. Uh, it started at Thomas Aquinas University. It was mm. really bad. Um... So yeah, it was a normal day, you know. Sorry about the baby, <laughs> the baby in the back. It's in, it's in another sound room. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It adds, adds, adds character. Emotion. Adds emotion. Add, add, add some character to the podcast. I was a baby when it happened. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a uh, yeah. I was about like sixteen. I want to say. I think I turned sixteen like recently. And uh, yeah, it was a normal day. We knew there was a fire in Santa Paula, which is really. I'm from Ventura. Um, it's really close to Ventura, and. Uh, but we didn't think much of it, you know? It just, like, it was, oh, it's a wildfire. It's not going to hit my house. Like, right. there's no way. Like, yeah. It's probably going to go around, if anything. Mm-hmm. So we took the day normally. We kept losing power throughout the day, but it was nothing crazy, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I I went to sleep. Um, we didn't have power. My phone was at, like, 10% because I couldn't charge my phone. My mom's was at, like, I think 30. And then my mom, my dad's and my little sister's were, I think, I'm pretty sure they were dead. Mm. So we had no way of communicating with people, really. Right. So we go to sleep like it's nothing. Like you can see the haze of the fire, but you can't. oh outside your window. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, so I live on like this hillside, and you can kind of like see a spread. You can, you can see, but like... you can't see flames. You can just see red. Oh, okay. okay. But it doesn't look like it's close. Mm. So we go to sleep like if not, it's it's nothing. nothing. Yeah, exactly. Normal, you know. Yeah. And um, at ten o'clock, we get a phone call from my uncle. My mom gets a phone call. My phone's at like three percent now. It's about ten, ten thirty, and uh, we. 
my mom, I like wake up because it's kind of sketchy because like power keeps going off. Yeah. It's kind of hard to sleep, you right. know, just feeling feeling something. So Attention. my mom gets this call and it's from my uncle and she's like, yo, the fire's like right outside your guys' house, it looks like. He lives in Oxnard. Oxnard is about like the city right below Ventura. Mm. But you can see the hillside from Oh, because you're on the hills. Yeah, oh, so okay, you can okay. see the hillside that I live on yeah, from yeah. Oxnard. Oh, okay, okay. okay. And uh, he's like, it looks really close. My mom's like, I don't know. It's, uh, there's like hills, like there's mountains behind that. Yeah. We're just on the hill. Right. And, uh, but he's like, just go outside and check. It's like better, it's safer to check, you know? Right. And uh, we go out, my mom goes outside and she's like, oh my God, me and my dad go outside and we see the fire at the top of the hill. Fuck. Like flames. Like, right next to your house? Or like, not not, like, not right next, but like. But I can see flames. Yeah, like, close, I can see close. fire, like. Fat flames? flames? Fat flames. Like, okay. Oh, like as tall as a building. It was crazy. Damn. Like, tall as a building? It was roaring. Damn. But Shit. it was okay. It was silent. It it, it was quiet, but you can see it. Yeah. Mm. So that's why silent, you just didn't really know and what was really going on. In that moment, you're like, yeah. holy, like these like there's houses that are about to burn down at the top of my hill. Right. Yeah. I'm not on the top, I'm like kind of middle Mid, of, yeah. the middle of the hill and at the top is like flames. Fuck. Like then you just fight or fight, you know? It's yeah. Like, like that's, what do you do? Like yeah, what do you do in that situation? So I remember the first thing I did, I ran to my little sister because like she was losing, she was having a crazy panic attack, mm. and the first thing I did was like, I I need to take care of my little sister. There you oh, go. I want to say like eleven? I want to say eleven, and she's like, but I remember being in her shoes when I was younger, and like she was flailing, like terrified. So first thing I do, I go, I calm her down, like everything's gonna be okay. Just go to the car, get what you need, mm. get, like just book it. And she's right. like, okay. She, I calmed her down. She was able to like breathe and get to the car. She made it to the car. She got like I think her stuffed animal and yeah, I think a pair of clothes. But yeah, yeah. And then first thing I did, I ran to my dad. I'm like, "What do you need me to grab?" Like this is the most like, like I was so like. This is when you like turned into a man. Yeah, I yeah, I was like locked in. Mm -hmm. I I was like, all right, I need to help. Right. The first time I've ever like done this. I'm usually mm -hmm. like panicky, panicky. Right. You know? Like I'm a I'm gonna run away. But mm -hmm. this time I was like, no, like. You, you gotta to do up. something. Yeah. Uh, so up. my dad was like, just start grabbing like, as much as you can. Yeah. So um, luckily we have our like memories all in a box. Mm -hmm. Like we all have our own little like you know like a like a moving box. Like a, it's plastic. Uh -huh. um, like a like a what's it called a time capsule? Kind of. It's like a bin. Yeah. It's yeah. a big bin with all your old. Yeah. Stuff and you keep, we all kept it in our closet. First thing I did, I grabbed my little sisters. I grabbed mine. I grabbed my stuffed animal that I had since I was a baby. You know? There you go. And then I grabbed some memorabilia of mine. Right after that, I ran back to my dad. I'm like, what do you need me to grab? He was like, just grab anything that's like important to us. Mm. I, we didn't grab any technology. We didn't grab anything that was like materialistic. We just grabbed anything that meant something to us. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, like our pets, of course. Our pets were the first one in. And then our memorabilia was next. Mm. Uh, important documents. Yeah. And then I remember I struggled for like five to ten minutes trying to... My dad was a veteran. He mm -hmm. was a Marine. And uh, he has a big box, super heavy, of just his ex-military stuff. And he said, let it burn. And I was like, I can't let you do that. Mm. So I freaking huffed and I puffed to get that in the car. And I squeezed that in. And I'm Crazy. so happy that I did that, you know? Mm. And uh, now I remember doing that. And then some random stuff. Like, I grabbed a random pair of socks. Like, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what I grabbed. It was so random. Right. But I just remember... Your grabbing, adrenaline was just rushing. Yeah, you just grab random yeah. stuff, you yeah. know? Like, you don't, you don't have time to think. Yeah. You just got to... Just grab go. and go, grab just and go. go, just get right. out of here. Right, and, and yeah, then, we, but you made it out though, right? We made it out. Like, yeah, where did we, you guys go after? Like, uh, my mom was calling my grandma with the amount of battery she had. Yeah, <laughs> my phone died because I was using it as a flashlight. Because so, yeah, it was hella smoking. It, there, huh? it was pitch black and just smoking flames. You know, that's fucking scary. 
Um, so yeah, you just got to got your phone, flashlight. It survived for us. Shout out Apple for that. <laughs> it stayed on for, when, I want to say, like, most of the night. Right. When it's on 1%, that shit stayed on yeah. for, like, hella long. It felt like 15 minutes, but I think I was... We're, we're there. We had a good hour to... Mm. We had time, but okay. it was just scary because yeah. you can see flames. Time crunch, know? right. Like, I can... Like, it looks like you're going to die. Mm. It looks like the end of the day. So, did you see your house burn down, or did you just... No, like, it, was, it was on the news. We, we mm. saw it. It was... Our house was pretty safe. It yeah. was good. It only it wasn't like completely like burnt to the ground. If that's what you guys were thinking, yeah. it didn't burn all the way down. But like, my room got charred up. The whole roof got charred up. Our garage burned down. Yeah, our see? garage of the house burned down. Our main beam was burnt. That's fucked. Everything was smoke damaged. Like clothes were charred. You know, from ash and crazy. All the homes around us burnt. Wow. We so so your house was like Me, the my, survivor. My neighbors, on both sides, kinda, and then the ones in front of me. We're untouched. That's crazy. But mine and then my two neighbors on the side of us were burnt. Mm. Like just like burnt but not burnt to the ground. Yeah. Just my garage was like pretty right. damaged, like really bad. Damn bro, that's a crazy story. Yeah, so I think that that memory like showed me what's real and like, mm. kind of what, what's important to you. Yeah, because you didn't grab the technology, like, you just people like I think that's why I'm not on my phone as much anymore, because I realize that like it's that world's not important. Like mm. I don't need my phone yeah. to survive. It's right. like kind of memories that I make. And I'd rather make memories and keep a memorabilia rather than... Than just, like, trying to find new memories all the yeah, time when you're, like, you know, looking like, at shit on Instagram. Exactly. Or like, I kind of just realized technology is not that important. That was beautiful. At the end of the day. That was beautiful. So I think, I think that's, my, that that's my story, you know? I think that's really what, like, made me who I am. That's and what kinda, res- yeah. I I opened. There's been many other stories. Yeah, but, but like, that, that one. That probably the good. main one. Mm-hmm. That's some real shit. But yeah. it's so funny because, like... I think of it as nothing because everybody in Ventura like had that story, mm-hmm. and then I come to San Francisco. And I just I'm like casually I'm like, oh yeah, my house burns. It's like what? <laughs> I'm like, what? Like that doesn't happen. I'm like, oh, you want to hear that? And then, <laughs> and then you uh, can yeah, talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. I yeah, am um, Gerald. What yeah, about Gerald, you? you got a, or do you, you want to breathe? I know Jay's got a story for sure. Yeah, right yeah. You got one on deck because we talked about we talked about oh, yeah. this stuff a little bit. Yeah. You know, okay. You know, I guess I'll tell you about my little story that kind of. Not, I'd say like open my eyes, but um, so one day I think junior year, so like three years ago, um, I had got invited to go uh jump off a like jump off a bridge, but you're, like into the river. You're in Seattle. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was in Seattle. Well, like you know the outskirts of Seattle, like yeah. the fucking mountains and shit. But um, I was in Washington. I got invited out to go jump off uh, bridges, like, you know, a little 30 feet. It's not, like, super high or nothing. And then, but I'm just not the type to be jumping into water, especially if it's cold. (laughs) So I'm just like, yeah, fuck that. Were you going to just, like, kick it in? Yeah, I was just kicking it, you know, smoking, drinking, like, shotgun and beers and shit with, like, my my white friends. Because, actually, (laughs) I got, I was with my, I was with my friends that I usually hang out with. But, you know, there's a whole bunch of white people there. And then um, one of my other friends, his name is Max. Um, he was on my lacrosse team. He decided to jump from the very top of the bridge, which is 60 feet. So you have to, like, climb to it. And he decides to do a gainer. And he's done it plenty of times. Like, he's done it before. He's always... It was nothing out. crazy. Nothing crazy. So we're like, oh, all right, bet, let's do it. Like, hyping him up. And um, he did it. He did a little gainer. But the thing was, he landed straight on his face, like oh. on the water, 60 feet. Is, that means it's like uh, concrete. Oh. Like 60 feet is, and you land into water, it feels no, like you're like, landing on conf- uh, concrete. Like you can survive if you go in like a needle, but like landing straight on your face, you probably got, he, I'm pretty sure he got knocked out. 
But um, the physics behind that is more surface area that hits the water. (laughs) (laughs) Facts, facts, though. No, but so... Science, bro. (laughs) But, no, but this is the fucked up part. So he landed on his face, and we're like, oh, he's fine. Like, we just all waited, waited for him to come back up. Never came in, never came back up. So we're like, oh, I bet we got to go find him. So two people jumped in. No one could find him because it was in a river. So we thought he floated downstream, but he he was in the same spot. But I'll get later into that. So everyone's like panicking. Everyone's stressing out. They're like, call the cops. And I was like, I'm already on it. Like I called the cops probably as soon as he hit the uh, you just water. I, he hit the water, never came up after like 10 seconds. And I was like, oh, something bad definitely happened. Like my heart dropped. So I called the cops. I was like, look. Uh, I think someone's drowning, like, he landed in the water, never came back up, like, we need you guys here, ASAP. And, like, hella cops came, hella ambulance came, probably, like... Did, like, a dive crew? Like, yeah, show? dive crew came in, maybe, like, an hour later, they found him in the same spot, and unfortunately, he passed away. Like, he, when they found him, he was still, like, warm-blooded, like, you know, he was still, like, flowing. But he was just... just he was just in the water for too long, and unfortunately, he didn't make it. And, like, after that, I didn't really think too much of it because I was like, damn, I just experienced someone dying. This is very like, right in front of you. Yeah, it was super overwhelming. Yeah. And then I, I didn't really think about it. Like, it was fucking life-changing. But then, like, uh, his parents had, a, like, a little going, not going away, but, like, a little get-together for him at their house. And then I realized, like, damn, I feel like he was actually a genuine friend because he would always like take me to school in the morning or drop me off at home or he would um, take me to lacrosse practice when I played lacrosse. And like, I was cool with this kid, but I wouldn't like consider him like my best friend or nothing, but he was just like out of kindness. He was there for you. Yeah, he was there for me. He was just a genuinely good person. Yeah, just a genuine good person. And I, after that meeting at his parents' house, I realized like, damn, I felt like I should have been more appreciative for the man. Like, like I didn't say thank you for driving me, like, all these times. Like, I always said thank you, but, like, I never really, like, meant it. Like, because I knew... I just, like, just, just like it was, like, fully sincere. Like, yeah, it hey, wasn't like, a full sincere like, thank I, you. Like, I appreciate you. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, I just yeah. said, oh, thanks for driving me home. We'll see you later. Yeah. And then after that, like, that meeting, it changed my whole perspective on how I approach people and how I want to, like, um, have people in my life like I want to show them appreciation and like not say take advantage of them because like I felt like I was taking advantage of him because I wasn't showing my appreciation because he was driving me home and shit but after that I realized like I got to be more appreciative for the people I have around me because who knows what's gonna happen like some shit like that could have happened and it just really broke me down when it happened when I realized that but now it just resonates with me now. I realize, like, you know, just keep the real ones with you. Just show your appreciation and, like, always just try and have a good time and uh, show them, like, uh, your gratitude. My gratitude, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that that's it right there. That it's kind of like the story that kind of resonates with me. Kind of stuck with you. That stuck with me. That yeah. kind of define like how I look at things, and it's pretty deep. Pretty deep to me. That's yeah, just... but. He was a cool kid, you know. He was like the popular kid at school. His name was Max. Max. Yeah, rest in peace. 
But you know, I always thought. I also used to think like he was like stuck up because he was a rich ass white kid. He had an elevator in his house. Wow. He had like big ass house, and I'd go over there like every other weekend because he'd invite me. But then sometimes he'd throw parties, and I didn't get invited. I was oh, like, yeah. you know, and at the time I was like, yeah. man, what the fuck? He's fake I as fuck. That was my homie. Yeah. Right. You know, but I realized like that shit doesn't even fucking matter because yeah. he's still done a lot for me. And yeah. I wish I could have showed him some more appreciation. And then that's when I realized, like, man, I don't give a fuck if I get invited to parties. Like, I'm going to still be cool with them no matter what. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If they're a cool person, might as well. Exactly. Yeah. If they're a cool person, might as well stick with them, show them my appreciation. And it's like, if they want to come up with me, they can. They go their separate ways, they go their separate ways. But just know, like, we'll always be cool if we ever see each other again type shit. Just how it is. Just, just how it is. is. Just how it is. Thank you. Thank exactly. you. Right. Yeah, so that's the story that kind of defines me. Beautiful story. That's, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very, it's very crazy how you can take sad. something super sad and like. Hmm? It's crazy how you can like take something super sad and like kind of grow off of it. Right. Yeah. Some people like. You don't. You didn't let it. You kind of just. Like, yeah. Yeah. Turned it into like, well, what can I do better mm-hmm. now that I don't have the chance with it? Exactly. Yeah, that was all. That's cool. That's, that's cool. what. That's what something I try to like, uh, show people like, you know, just fight your battles. Yeah. Don't have it. Uh, beat you up like you got to beat up you have to beat it up type shit yeah and then that's how where i am today that is me beautiful gerald you got, gerald, any, you got anything got any you, significance how's, how's the brain working is it, it you still processing we got it flowing we got it flowing man well, for me you got it i feel sorry, like the mics <laughs> well for me i feel like something that would really um call out for me I mean, I've, I'm pretty sure it's um, pretty common in the world right now. It's suicidal, you know. And like, um, basically, middle school. Ooh, baby Gerald. Yeah, baby, baby Gerald. Gerald. Did not know what. Emo Gerald. I don't know what I was going through. <laughs> middle not, school. Did not know what I was going through. Middle school was I was gruesome. going through phases. Middle, middle school was gruesome. Were you in San Francisco middle school? No, I was or in the Philippines. Mm. I was in the Philippines. Oh, you're in the Philippines. You weren't even in Vallejo. Nah, I was in the Philippines. Okay. okay. Um, I would say I was around the age of 13 or 14. Um, I was pretty depressed. You know, shit was going on for my own doing, of course. Don't want to get into deeper details about that. But basically, um, it was just, I was going through a patch, rough time, you know, with family going on. And like, um, I didn't really have nobody to show me support. You know, my family were like pretty going through stuff with me as well. And so I just didn't really have that moral support or nor any people. Was Was your brother there for you? Um, my brother was like more of like sort of doing his own thing, type figuring of thing. out his own battles and stuff. Yeah, because you guys like, aren't that far in age, right? Yeah, I mean, we were just basically doing our own thing. You know, yeah, we were all yeah, going yeah. through stuff, and so we didn't really have, we didn't really show that care at that time. You know, when I really needed it. Yeah. And so Philippines was just that time when I was in the Philippines. I was just, I was just going through a lot. You know. And um, I would say that it was a tough time, you know, it was a tough time. I had a lot of attempts, multiple attempts. I don't want to say a lot to go far from that, but I had attempts and try risking my own life, you know, and 
I've done a couple of stuff that I regret doing, but that's all in the past. I won't let my past define who I am right now. But it's definitely something that made a big impact to me where I am right now because um, I would not be here in this world at all if it weren't for me fighting my own battles, you know? Yeah. And so it took a while for my family to like actually see that. And so that gave them the idea of like, okay, you know, you're not doing well. We pretty much tried helping you in every aspect that we can. And um, it's just not working out for you nor us. So that gave them idea one night, I was just sleeping in bed, probably like 4 a.m. My mom and my dad comes in my bedroom one night in the Philippines and they wake me up and they're like, Gerald, I know you're going through a tough time. They gave me a little talk, you know, and um, it was pretty, it was pretty deep. I still remember that convo. Sorry, it's just very overwhelming for me you're right good, now. You're good. Yeah, no, take your time, you know. And um, I still think about it to this day, you know. It was, it's something that really opened my eyes to the world till till this day, you know. And so one night they just gave me this talk, and they're like maybe Philippines isn't working out for you. It's like, what if we just start a new life in the US and just move back there? And I'm just like, oh shit. I was just like, I was balling. I was balling. I never expected to live back in the US, you know? And um, I was just relieved, you know? I was like, maybe, maybe that's the solution that's gonna solve the problem of yeah. everybody. And so, Basically, that's that's one of the main reasons why I'm here, aside from better education and opportunities, of course. But we started a new life here in the U.S., you know, trying to figure figure it out and everything. And, like, you know, I guess that it was a new community and society for me and a new world. So um, I tried to fit in, you know. I tried changing my style, the way I talk, and just like everything about me, which I pretty adapted pretty fast. And um, I'd say that sometimes, time to time, I can still have depression kicking in, you know, and you know, it's, it's all right to like have thoughts about certain things. You know, it's just like, don't ever be afraid to reach out to other people for help. Mm. You know, like there's always going to be people out there to help you and support you and like help you get through stuff and that's going to be real with you and they're not going to be like yeah Diego, go ahead uh, is it is it hard to like reach out to somebody because like i personally can't relate yeah you know? i don't i don't have depression i don't really yeah i, I can't yeah. say it for myself but like when you're in a situation where you need to reach out to like somebody is uh, is it is it hard it, is it, it challenging it isn't easy yeah it's it, not easy it, to it, just be it, like okay yeah. I, i'm gonna go talk to somebody yeah it isn't like easy it takes a lot of takes a lot of guts for yeah. that to resolve, you know, I mean, you feel like when you're in that state of mind, you just feel like, I have nobody, nobody's gonna help me, I only got myself, I was like, nobody's ever gonna see me the way I want to be seen, Yeah. you know, like, if I tell people what I'm going through, they're gonna judge me off that, you know, so like, it really depends on the person. For me, I just felt like I was too scared to be judged. I was too scared to be reaching out to people and like asking for help. And I wasn't even like being really communicative with my parents as well, you know? I was just like, I didn't want to stress them out as what they were already going through with stuff. Yeah. Mm. 
And so it was just very hard on my end because I didn't really have that guts. I was always, I wasn't always a social person to who I am right now. You know, I mean, you know me, yeah. you guys know how I am right now. I'm like very open, very social. You know, it's really easy for me to reach out. And that's, I feel like that's the reason why I'm really easy to um, communicate with others and open up with other people is because like during my depression time, it was really hard for me to open up. But when I did, you know, I had, I met a lot of good people on the way, yeah. you know, and so it just gave me that mindset of like, don't ever be scared to open up to people, whether it's about good or bad stuff, whether you're trying to get involved or trying to get help with other stuff. And I was just open up to people, you know, meet new people. Yeah. You know, and it's just like life is just so much better when you find your group, when you find that person, you know, and like whether it's depression, whether it's love or other stuff, you know, it's just like you're going to get through it in the end of the day. You know, and just like how the motto was, just how it is, you know, I feel like that that motto really like says a lot for me because like in spite of everything that I went through and like risk that I've taken I don't make my past define who I am right now and I just sounds like you know what but but you accept it I accept it you right? know and you it's know, not it's not easy you know it's not easy to accept things like you no know, issues yeah exactly you know? it's not it's not easy it's to accept not like you think all. you've accepted it but you don't realize until you've actually you know, if you, when you know, you know. Right. Yeah. When you know, you know. Yeah. And so, for me, um, obviously, I'm still here right now. I'm living, like, I'm probably in the most healthiest and happiest mindset I've ever been in a while. And so, um, that time for me, when I was depressed and very suicidal, it was just a huge impact to me because I did not think that, like, the 13, 14-year-old me would be where I am right now. Mm, you know, I'm yeah. in the U.S. You know, I thought that I would live my whole life in the Philippines. Are you, are you like, super grateful for what your parents did when they moved you back to the U.S.? Kind of when you guys had that fresh start back in the U.S.? When they talked to you. It was, yeah. Did, was it like a, wow, I can't believe they would do this for me type of feeling? No, yeah. I mean, we had a lot going on in the Philippines. You know, we had businesses. We had properties. We were already settled there, you know. So, mm -hmm. like, for them to just give up all of that to, to take, focus yeah. on me and my brother here in the States was just, it meant a lot. You know, it showed, it made me, like, realize what family really means. Also, yeah. at the same time, you know, like... In the end of the day, you know, family's all you got, you know. And right now, my parents, they go back and forth in the Philippines. So whenever they're in the Philippines, all I really got is my brother. Yeah. You know, like, you know, in spite that me and my brother had problems in, in the past and stuff, I know that I will always have his back and he will always have my back. And we don't really show that love, but we show that love with, like, not words, but instead of actions, mm -hmm. you know, which really speaks out more. Yeah. You know, and so... Um, that's beautiful. You know, like, I I fought through it. If I can, everyone can. So just, like, for me, don't be afraid to reach out to other people, mm. you know. And you never know what other people is going through. Exactly. You know, and so I feel like that's what really... Resonates with you? Resonates to me, exactly. I had a... I had a similar experience. I wasn't like suicidal or nothing, yeah. but I was definitely like depressed. Yeah. Like I was just lazy. Whatever happened to like depression isn't real. It's all an illusion. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It is all an illusion. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because Ugh. literally I was like hella sad. I was smoking weed every day, just like chilling in my room. I, yeah. I just, but I knew that's not 
me. Like, I know I could be doing a lot more, but I would just think that. But my actions would not do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then one day I was just in my room. My mom's like, are you okay? Like, what's wrong? And I just told her, like, I think I'm depressed. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I'm just hella sad all the time. Imagine she's like, shut up. It's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she was like, you're depressed? Like, what are you depressed for? I was like, man, I'm, like, feeling school. I'm, like, I felt this class. She's like, nigga. <laughs> She's like, look, I get it. You're sad and it sucks. But, like, everyone fails a class. Like, is that really what you're sad about? I was like, I think so. And she was like, nah, it's definitely not that. There's obviously something bigger. And I was mm-hmm. like, shit, maybe there is. But, like. That's what's really resonating with me right now is my grades. I'm just smoking weed every day. I just don't feel, like, productive. And she was like, yeah, maybe that's what it is. You want to be more productive. Like, maybe you should start working or something. I was like, all right, for sure. And then, but I was still hella sad. And then I already had invited my friends to come over. And I was, like, balling eyes to my mom. And then my friends came over literally right after that conversation. So I'm, like, trying to, like... Breathe, like, it's fine, it's fine. Boy real quick. Right, but then when they came in, they already noticed, like, are you okay? I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm actually really depressed. And they're uh-huh. like, and they like, I was like, it was a lot of, it was yeah. very overwhelming telling them, cause like, I was always like, the chilling. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, keep I'll, it to yourself. Like, that's how me and my friends are, just keep it to yourself. You, you'll get through it. You'll yeah. get, yeah, you, you know what to do, just get through it, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But you know, at the time I was young, so I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I told them, and you know, they were being very, supportive like you know catering like it's okay like you know give me a hug bro like oh I, you know that's some real shit like yeah. i never thought like my friends would do some shit like that mm-hmm. no, boys are there for yeah you. exactly like, cool. and that's also what i realized like you know Tell if me. i if i find real like if i interact with people that would do that shit for me then they're good people then they're good people and not a lot of people are good like some people are like just there for having shits fun and, yeah, yeah shits and giggles having fun like that's great. I like doing that shit too, but sometimes you need the ones I You need on, the like, clothes, like the real ones. The that, real, like, the ones that care for you. The ones that, yeah. Un- yeah, exactly, understand you mentally. The ones that care for you, like they understand how you think and how you could solve that situation. Just surrounding yourself with people who have the same mindset and idea as you, just like brings not, you into ideas, but kind of like mindset. Mindset, yeah. like yeah, yeah kind of like same mindset, like. Uh-huh. But they all they all do it. They all like solve their shit in different ways. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like obviously what they do is can maybe not be beneficial to you, but they could still like they still understand you. They still understand what you're going yeah. through. Like they cope. Yeah, they differently. Yeah, they cope yeah. differently, and they wanna like they still wanna help you, and they're not just gonna be like nigga, just do this, that, and the third. Just like they actually like comforted me, like yeah. it's okay, like you'll be fine. Just you know, guys, take some time. Like it's everything's good. Like yeah. that's what I just yeah. need. people some, who just want. Some, best for you yeah like I just needed some words of affirmation yeah you know what I'm saying it's a moment of weakness cool yeah so what a what a what a first episode <laughs> we was going in a little bit scholar do you, you got anything Scholar's you want to share story that defines you we, we can do it in the next episode <laughs> nah she can because might as well just say it oh you got time yeah oh so what time is it no like a the time crunch in this podcast time crunch in it yeah oh but, uh, we're gonna okay. we're gonna do the next episode today. So yeah, because we'll since she's here, so episode two, you're gonna hear the beginning of yeah. our our Skylar segment Shrew. called uh, "Everybody's Human" with Skylar. Yeah, so Skylar, are you excited for it? So excited. So, <laughs> well, she just heard all these. Um, she's about to go in on this next episode, and uh, we're gonna try to post these. I think 
every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, Jay's going to be moving to Bakersfield because of the situation. You'll hear about that in the next episode, yeah, too. Yeah, you know, I'm going to be gone, but, but we'll, we'll get this shit. We'll keep make it going. work. If, if, if Jay can't make it a couple weeks, like, every two weeks, then me and Joe will try to carry it through. We'll right. put a little shrine of Jay because <laughs> we're going to miss him. We'll make it work. But, we'll no, nah, we'll... The podcast must go on. The podcast um, must but go on. We all know it would be better with Jay, so he's gonna be oh, here. I appreciate. He'll that. be here. I appreciate that. He well, said. He said every two weeks, so we're gonna see it. We're gonna see it. <laughs> you see how committed I am. We'll see you how committed. See. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see how good he is that at this. That is the first episode what of Just How It Is podcast. Um, um, this is Gerald off the mic. This is Josai off the mic. I appreciate you guys for listening. And uh, this is Diego. I want to say thank you to everybody that's going to be listening. Uh, I want to shout out Jack Fox for being our sound engineer. Thank you, Jack. And Kai Hedgeman for being able to help us out with editing. And thank you, Kai. Yeah, so, um, hey, that's just just how it is. That's just how it is.